the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. But one day he will stand up and he will no longer intercede. He will intervene. He's going to step into the situation and he's going to take over and he's going to redeem it. And he's going to start peeling open those seals and he's going to take back the world. And then he's going to return and he's going to rule over this world forever and ever as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When you look around at the world, have you been discouraged because it seems so bad? It can be easy to fall into that trap. Sometimes it can be hard to see exactly what God is doing in the moment. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be sharing about a time where Jesus will be moved to action. He will stand up and finally finish the spiritual war that we are currently waging. Once Jesus steps in and takes over, He will redeem all of creation, and then we will finally experience eternity in perfection with a perfect God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 5 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. He's a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. He's strong and loud. Look what he proclaims. Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seal? Who is able? Who's qualified? Who meets the criteria to open the scroll? Who can redeem back the earth? Who can pay the price of redemption? Who can afford it? Look what it says in verse 3. And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. This strong angel asks the question, who is qualified? Who is able to redeem the earth? Whoever that is, he's saying, whoever is qualified, Step forward and do it. And no one steps forward. And there in heaven, as John is there, remember, we're going to be there too. He asks this question, whoever is qualified to be the kinsman redeemer for all of the earth, step forward and redeem it. And no one comes forward. And everyone in heaven is waiting and waiting and looking around. And no one comes What this is showing us is that Jesus Christ is the only one who can fix the world. There's no one else. It says there's no one in heaven that can do it. There's no one on the earth. There's no one below the earth, whatever that means. There's no man that can fix this this world. There's no politician that can fix this world. No, Nobody. 
Only Jesus Christ can fix this world. And one day Jesus will step forward, as we're going to see, and he will fix the world. And so look at verse 4. John says, So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. Just a very dramatic scene here in heaven. They called for someone to come forward to redeem the world, and no one comes forward. And they wait and wait and wait for someone to come forward, and no one comes. And John realized no one is coming, that no one can. And so he began to, to weep, it says. And here, when it says he wept, it's a very strong word in the Greek for wept. There's other words that could be used. This is a very strong word. This is the same word that's used in Luke 19.41, when Jesus Jesus wept over Jerusalem because they rejected him. It's the same word that's used when Peter denied the Lord and the Lord looked at him and it says Peter went away and he wept bitterly because he had denied the Lord. It's the same word. It's, it's, uh, it's ugly crying. That's what John's doing. And he's just a mess. You know, snot running down his face, the whole deal, just, just ugly. And he is weeping because there's no one. And in fact, if you have the ESV, it says he wept loudly. And he wept because there's no one to come forward to redeem the world. There's no hope for the world. It's hopeless. The world looks hopeless. It does look hopeless. And it looks hopeless to John. There's nobody that John can see. There's no one that can step forward and fix it. And John begins to just weep and sob loudly and uncontrollably. But I love this. Look at verse, verse 5. But one of the elders, remember the elders from chapter 4? The 24 elders who sat on 24 thrones and they were just there and they worshipped the Lord and they would bow, fall down before the Lord, before His throne and, and worship Him. I love this. One of the elders says to John, says, hey John, don't cry. Watch this. <laughs> watch John. Watch what's going to happen. Dry it up. Watch, you know, kind of thing. Look what he says. Do not weep. Behold, look, John, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. He has prevailed. He's qualified to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and in the midst of the four living creatures. Remember them from chapter four. All they do is day and night. They're just worshiping the Lord. They're worship leaders in heaven saying, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, who was and is and is to come. These four living creatures, the cherubim, he's in the midst of the four living creatures and in the midst of the 24 elders. Look what it says. There stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns. And seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And then he came and he took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. What a description of Jesus. He's described in verse 5, first of all, as the lion of the tribe of Judah. That comes from Genesis chapter 49, if you're taking notes, verses 9 and 10, there Jacob gives a prophecy about the tribe of Judah. And I'll just read it to you. Verse 9, Judah is a lion's whelp, 
from the prey, my son, you have gone out. He bows down. He lies down as a lion and as a lion who shall rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. The scepter was a sign of authority and power. It shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Shiloh is a title for the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Shiloh also means the one to whom it belongs. He's going to come, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus was born of the tribe of Judah. Now in scriptures, uh, a lion is symbolic of three things. First of all, of destruction, Hosea chapter 5, verse 14, of strength, Judges chapter 14, verse 18, and of boldness, Proverbs 28, 1. Destruction, strength, and boldness. That's Jesus in Revelation. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's strong, he's bold, and he is going to destroy the effects of sin on the earth. The lion of the tribe of Judah. He's also of the root of David. He's the offspring of David. He's the heir of David's throne. At the end of Revelation... Uh, Revelation chapter 22, verse 16. Jesus is described, describes himself as the root and the offspring of David and the bride and morning star. He's the root and the offspring. He is the one who created David and he is the offspring from David. He's the, the king that would reign on David's throne. Now look where Jesus is in verse 6. He's in the midst of the throne of God. He's in the midst of the four living creatures. He's in the midst of the elders. He's in the midst of it all. He's at the center of everything in heaven. Jesus will be at the center of everything in heaven. And look at his appearance, how he's described here in Revelation. He's described as a lamb, as though it had been slain. You know, the word... Lamb is used 30 times in the New Testament. 27 times are in the book of Revelation describing Jesus as the Lamb. He's the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, John the Baptist said. He's the perfect sacrifice for us, the Lamb of God. You remember the one thing that Jesus asked his disciples to remember about him was his death on the cross, his sacrifice. He he instructed them and instructed us that when we take communion, he said, do this in remembrance of me. As often as you drink this cup and eat this bread, you remember my death. That's the thing he wants us to remember about him, his sacrifice for us on the cross in heaven. This is a picture of heaven in heaven for all eternity we will be continually reminded of his sacrifice for us on the cross. Every time in heaven that you look at Jesus, you're going to see a lamb that had been slain. That's how he'll appear to us. His shed blood is what we'll be uh, reminded of in heaven. It's this constant reminder, constantly before us, In heaven, every time we look upon him, he's a lamb. We see him as a lamb, a lamb that was slain, the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. We just see him as a lamb more than anything else. He's so much more than that. That's what we're going to see. Above everything else that Jesus Christ is to us, we will see him as a lamb that was slain for us, that shed his blood for us. 
that died to redeem us, that paid our debt for us, more than anything else in heaven. And I want you to look and see what it says here. Don't miss this. The Lamb stood. The Bible says that Jesus right now is seated at the right hand of the Father, where he ever lives to make intercession for us. But one day he will stand up from his seat and he will take that scroll out of the right hand of his Father and he will redeem the earth. Right now he's seated and interceding. One day he will stand and he will take that scroll and he will redeem the earth. And Revelation chapter 11 tells us at that time, the kingdoms of the world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Right now, he is seated in heaven interceding for us. But one day he will stand up and he will no longer intercede. He will intervene. He's going to step into the situation and he's going to take over and he's going to redeem it. And he's going to start peeling open those seals and he's going to take back the world. And then he's going to return and he's going to rule over this world forever and ever as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And look at the description here. He's described as having seven horns and seven eyes. It says, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. That means he sees all that happens on this earth. He sees what's going on in this world. In every corner of this world, he sees it. He knows. He's not blind to it. Nothing is hidden from his sight, the Bible says. And there's going to there's gonna be a point where he, he just stands up. Give me the scroll. And enough is enough. And he's going to take it over. He also has seven horns. Now, when you're studying the Bible, you always want to let the Bible interpret the Bible. Where else do we see seven horns? Turn back to Joshua chapter 6. This is when the children of Israel conquer the city of Jericho. Verse 2. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all your men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. Look at verse 4. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets, and it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, and then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him into the city of Jericho. You know where you see seven horns, as you see it here in Jericho, declaring God's victory over the city of Jericho. 
Jesus in heaven, Revelation chapter 5, as he is taking that scroll to redeem back the world, he's got seven horns, declaring his victory over the world and over this earth. Now go back to Revelation and look at verse 8. We have the, the reaction of the elders. And remember, these elders represent the church in heaven. We're there with these elders in heaven. So we'll be there when Jesus stands up and takes the scroll out of the right hand of the Father. And, and we'll see that with our own eyes. And this will be our reaction as well when we see this. And when he had taken the scroll, verse 8, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. We're going to fall down before the Lamb when he takes that scroll. And look at, look at the elders. By the way, the word worship means to fall down or to bow down. We're going to worship him by falling before him. And look what it says. The elders, they all have harps. We'll all play harps. And you might think, well, I, I, I don't know how to play music. That's all right. In heaven, you'll know how to play music. <laughs> you'll have your glorified body. It's all going to work out. Now also, look at verse 8 again. They also have golden bowls, bowls made of gold, that are full of incense. Incense in the Old Testament was offered in the tabernacle later in the temple. It was symbolic of prayers going up to God. In these golden bowls, they have incense, which are the prayers of Of the saints. You know what God does with your prayers? He puts your prayers in bowls in heaven. You know, sometimes we we might think, like, you know, does my do my prayers make it past the ceiling? Does he hear them? Does he forget them? Your prayers are so precious to God that he stores them, he keeps them in bowls in heaven. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I will one day. But he, he keeps your prayers because they're so precious to him. It also says that he keeps our tears in a bottle. So our tears are also precious to him. And I was thinking about this passage, and here it is. This is where Jesus stands up to redeem back the world. And at the end of this, this redemption, he's going to return back to the earth and establish his kingdom. I was thinking about that and thinking about these bowls that are there, that are the prayers of the saints. And I thought... How many times have believers over the last 2,000 years prayed the Lord's Prayer and have prayed, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those prayers are in bowls up there. And here it is in Revelation chapter 5. Finally, that prayer is going to be answered. And His kingdom will come and His will will be done on earth. Finally, as it is done in heaven. And so now these elders and us with the elders that are there, they're going to sing a new song. Here's the song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Your translation might say them should say us more Greek manuscripts say us than them. In fact, there's 24 Greek manuscripts that have this verse in it. 23 of them say us. One says them. Jerome, when he translated the Latin Vulgate, he had more Greek manuscripts to work with when he was translating the Latin Vulgate. He translated it us. So it should say us. Who's that? That's the believers. That's the church saying that. The church is in heaven. 
And you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And you have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. I want you to note here that they're worshiping Jesus in heaven because of his sacrifice. There's a lot of reasons why we could worship Jesus. We could worship him for being a good shepherd. We could worship him for his creation, for his goodness. All kinds of reasons we could worship him. But in heaven, you're going to worship Jesus because of his sacrifice for you. Because of his shed blood. Because he was slain on your behalf. And look, there's our word. That word redeemed. He's redeemed us. He's paid that price of redemption to get us out of the mess we were in. To get us out of our debt of sin. He's redeemed us by His blood. We're going to worship Him for His sacrifice. It's going to be all about His blood and the price that He paid to redeem us in heaven. Look what it says in verse 9. There's people out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Worshiping around the throne of Jesus Christ. I love that. Salvation is for everyone. Jesus died for everyone. For every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Every race, every ethnic group, every nationality, every color. We all need the redemption of Jesus Christ. (laughs) All of us. No matter where you go in the world, we're all sinners. Everybody gets themselves in some kind of jam they can't get themselves out of. We need the redemption of Jesus Christ. And so you see here, there's no racial division in heaven. There's racial division here. But around the throne of God, we're all equally redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You know, and we're all there together, worshiping Him for His sacrifice for us all together. And He made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. When Christ returns, we'll reign with Him. Verse 11 Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. And and remember, we're there with the elders. They're the elders of the church. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. There's 10,000 times 10,000 people there, plus thousands of thousands. And listen, listen, listen. It's originally written in Greek. And the biggest number in the Greek mathematical system was 10,000. And so it's, it's what it's saying is take the largest number you can think of, multiply it by the largest number you can think of. That's how many people are going to be around the throne of Jesus Christ worshiping him as the Lamb of God. It's going to be a number too big to count. All there, worshiping this lamb that was slain, who redeemed us by his blood. And we're all going to be saying, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Notice there's there's seven descriptive words there. He deserves all of our worship. He's worthy of complete worship because of who he is. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. And why are they worshiping him? Because he finally stands up and he takes that scroll. And now is when he's going to redeem the earth. 
And now is when he's going to set his final plan into motion. And then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Amen. He asked me how I You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. If you'd like to hear this message in the book of Revelation again, feel free to find it at calvaryec.com. Simply look under the media tab. There are a variety of messages from this series and other series as well. As you browse our website, you'll get a better understanding of the church that supports this radio ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. In fact, If you're in the area and would like to hear more of Pastor Dan's teachings in person, come join us this weekend. Our website has all the information you need as far as directions to our location and service times. We'd be so happy to connect with you and hear what you've learned from listening to Ring of Truth. If you'd rather get some information over the phone, we can do that too. Our number is 410-491-4592. That number, once again, is 410-491-4592. Please let us know how we can be praying for you as you listen to these messages from the book of Revelation. Pastor Dan will continue teaching through the book of Revelation next time, so don't miss a single edition as he explores this fascinating final book of the Bible. We're so glad you took the time to tune in to today's message, and we hope you'll continue to be a part of our listening audience. We'll catch you next time, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice, and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.